this is a double album that's attracted the criticism that it's great, but it's really too much to take in. Me, I see it as just plain good value for money. And here's a look into the wonderful world of Mr. Reznor. And welcome to the wonderful world of Mr. Reznor. Yeah. When you get down to it, that's all I'm really looking for when I'm listening to the music of Trent Reznor. Is just yeah. value for the money. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's about content. <laughs> and we've got, we've got it in spades this week. Yes. Oh, um, hello, and what, what do we do? What's the thing we <laughs> Welcome say? Welcome to Trent Talk, the Halo Little by Halo, Halo guide, guide to America's, America's greatest treasure, Trent Reznor. Uh, this week we are discussing the right side of the fragile, which is Halo 14. The fragile, right? 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 Oh my god, right? And, um, yeah, it's the latter half. Yep. Um, of that double album that mm-hmm. was, uh, perhaps too much for some, but... <laughs> We really enjoy it. It could be my favorite Nine Inch Nails work. Mm-hmm. Really good. So if you're... Oh, if you're a Nine Inch... <laughs> if you're a Nine Inch Nails fanatic, a.k.a. Resnerd, mm-hmm. then tune in, Then this podcast should be a fun repository of inside jokes and references. And if you're... A Nine Inch... A Nine Inch newbie... Why don't we put our notes in front of us? <laughs> if you're a Nine Inch newbie, then... Hang out with us every week, and yep. we'll do the thing. My name is Claire Dickerson. And I'm Shia Carey. <laughs> and that was our flawless intro. Flawless. All right, shall we dive right in? Yeah, you want to just blast into it? Okay. Um, a quick shout out. Uh, happy birthday to you, Claire. Oh, yeah, it was my birthday and a couple days ago. Thank happy you. Mother's Day, Mom. Happy you're, Mother's you're Day. Not, you're not listening. <laughs> happy Mother's Day, Mom. She's not either because she's dead. Womp womp. Deepest pain. She would be listening, though, because she loves my child. All right. Anyways, the way out is through. There's a little quiet intro. We get a lot of studio ambiance in this whole album. Quality for money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, like, did they have to bring things into the room first? Did they have to, like, plug in every, all the all guitars? Right. <laughs> they used a ton of guitar pedals, some of which have amazing names. Oh, yeah, we'll have to there's, get into that there's later. There's the Mooger Fooger um, by Moog. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Big Pickle. There's the Big Cheese. Uh, there's also a Meatball. Oh, nice. And all together, that is a Nine-ish Nail Sandwich. There's a pun in there. I know there is. I see that look in your face. <laughs> like the nine dollar, nine inch long. Or like a pastrami on res. Nope. Mm. Right. Give us your favorite um, <laughs> nin sandwich puns. <laughs> Hashtag nin sandwich. Yeah. So yeah, a really mild instrumental track. I was gonna say like Trent Reznor and Danny Loner. That's my favorite Nin sandwich. <laughs> Ooh, baby. You got a, you got a loner boner. <laughs> I like fake better, but loner's a yep. beauty. Loner's got that Brad Pitt look. He does right. look... A, he, I don't know. He looks like he parties a little less than Robin. Right. So, the lyric that he was just whispering is, All I've undergone, I will keep on. I really like this song. I like the way it builds. Yeah, it's, um, I like it. I like the name of the song to begin with because it's like a self-help slogan. Because that's pretty much how you deal with any like grief or tragedy in your life. Is like you need to actually process it. Mm-hmm. You can't just avoid it. Which Trent himself said in some interviews that this is like this is a song inspired by the loss of his grandma and the right. process he underwent. 
Alright, it's building, so let's give it a, a proper listen. It always takes longer than you think it will. Yep. That's what she said. <laughs> it's still building. I know, I There's, thought it was the there. The crescendo is going to hit in like another eight measures. No, it's going to hit like... Okay, it's going to hit right here. And... So, so good. Let's discuss. Um, Great yeah. song or greatest song? One of the best songs. Um, one of the best songs. I mean, the lyrics, so the lyrics... For those of you that don't know, they're very simple. They're just, underneath it all, we feel so small. The heavens fall, but still we crawl. All I've undergone, I will keep on. And I think it's really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Concise? No, just like, after knowing that during the whole time with Lemaire that he wanted to kill himself. Yeah, he spent ten weeks secluded in his... Big Sur house, mm -hmm. which we could maybe track down. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Um, and yeah, he only came out with that one song because mostly he was just thinking about killing Trent Reznor. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> During the the Fragility Version One tour, this song played in the background behind large curtains to kind of signify the end of the slow section of the tour. Oh. And then when the curtains would rise. Um, Wish would start. Yes. Which sounds amazing. I think Wish is kind of a, a companion song to Please. Maybe. Yeah. They're both really, really... I can't wait to get to Please. Oh, it's... Yep. Yeah. It's coming up. So it's about crawling. Oh, I got a what quote. Got? I got a quote from Viva 2 magazine. Mm -hmm. So they were talking about the process of, of writing The Fragile. And they said, did you find yourself in a situation where you were unable to cope with this loss? And maybe you felt the need to write a song? And Trent says, I did. The way that I couldn't cope with it was by not addressing it or having the courage to write anything, and it took that realization to turn it around, and by writing about it and expressing, I felt better about it. I felt like I could see through it. The way out is through. That's where the song title came from, because I thought the way out was skirting the issue and walking on the curb. It's been a real healthy process for me, the experience of this album. That's... And you pretty much said <clears throat> the same thing four or five times, but... Yeah. No, that's awesome, though. That's like a good rock and roll quote, though. Yeah. Get him to repeat himself a bunch. Yeah. And I think, I mean, who among us haven't written tons of poetry when our parents have died? You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a thing. That's like when I, <laughs> I mean, for me, it wasn't dead parents. It was my first breakup when I was like a freshman in high school. Oh, for sure. And I didn't realize that I had such darkness inside of me until it happened. And then I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely breakups. If it, I mean... Today, I guess it's not really so much poetry anymore. Today, you just, like, reblog a bunch of really sad-looking things and, mm. like, sunsets on Tumblr and after a while. If I could tell you something about my poetry. Suck! Suck! 
It's not good. Mine too. My poetry is real bad. Yeah. I mean, my narrative fiction is okay, but yeah. not poetry. Suck, suck, suck. And we're bringing the soundboard back yeah. for those of you who couldn't tell. Yeah. Shia was so excited. <laughs> so excited. I know. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to save them. I've already used up my sucks. Yeah. All right. Um, it's like Battleship. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're about to go into, into the, the void. void. I like to think that we went, like, the way out was through, but then we just went into the void. There's a lot of, there's a lot of movement in these song titles. Yeah, and then when we got into the void, we asked ourselves, where is everybody? <laughs> and, and then, once we found out where everybody was, we wrote it down. <laughs> the and the mark, mark had been made. made. Alright, can we please... Uh, please, please. Can we please stop <laughs> with these jokes? <laughs> so this is a sister track to Lemaire, which yeah. is why that melody sounds so familiar. The bass line. I guess I kind of have a homage angst, but not really. I'm ready. So... I just kind of like pictured in Under the Skin when the dudes are in like the pool of whatever, like goop. Yes. And they're trying to save themselves, but then their skin slips off. <laughs> their self slept away. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I just had where that. Where does that image come from? Watching the movie. My brain. Oh, I see. Wait, which movie? Under the Skin, I said. Oh, fuck. You were listening. <laughs> I was not. I, was, I listened to, like, the second half of what you said, which is always always the worst half. Thanks. Um, well, no, because then I don't, have a, I don't have a context at all. I'm just like, all right, so there's guys and there's guts, but, <laughs> but where? Um, all right, forget great, it. Great film, Under the Skin. Yeah. Turn it back up. Let's listen to something. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Oh wow! No. So there's a music video for this. Yeah. Which is weird because I mean, is this a standout single? It's good. Apparently, it was supposed to be. I mean, there is a single for it. Yeah. Um, so I like the music vid because it's very minimal and um, it's pretty much a ton of like extreme close-up photography like it starts out with you seeing the veins in Trent Reznor's eyes mm -hmm. and then you're like cruising down like a highway of his follicles yeah. so um, it's a great video for anyone who has wanted to check Trent Reznor for lice personally yeah. Um, yeah. big fetish of mine <laughs> I like when he's singing, but you only see like his chin and throat move. It's different. That's my favorite. Yeah. Did Rob Sheridan do that? He may have. I think it was Rob Sheridan. Yeah. And yeah, it emphasizes the obvious metaphor of self-examination, which is the whole fragile thing. I've got a how much angst. Ooh, how much angst! It has the angst of an eyebrow mite who did not get credited in the music video. Dude, it's so close. I know. Like, it's like almost on a subatomic level of Trent. Reminds me of the, um, I don't even want to say this out loud, never mind. I say it reminds me of the opening to Fight Club. Yeah, or the opening started, of... like, the fear receptors. Yeah, exactly. Hi, Oliver. And then it zooms out and there's a gun in his face. Yeah. 
in his mouth. Oliver almost jumped up on the desk, like, right where the task cam is. That would have been a thing. Alright. I don't have anything else to say. I like this track, though. Really layered. It's got a lot of trend vocals going on. And yeah, we're introduced to the the uh, cousin of Nana Trent. Yeah. We have Wah-Ah Wah-Ah Trent. Uh oh. I was thinking about trying to do a Freddie Mercury impression. No. We haven't done impressions in no, a while. No, we haven't. I miss them. I know. I'm not really. I haven't been inspired. I mean, we know. We know. What? <laughs> Watch for cat. Here he comes. Here he comes. Co-host Oliver the cat. Yep. He's gonna walk across the keyboard. Don't let him. He's gonna knock over my coffee too. Olive. You are just put the him great in the... destroyer. I say I put him in the window. But... No, I know he wants the window, but that's just going to be worse. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We have any other fun comments? No. Oh yeah, my Freddie Mercury impression. Oh, was that for I, this? I haven't prepared it. Well, then why did you bring it up? See, Oliver wants to know also why you brought it up. <laughs> You know, where is everybody? Where is everybody? Frying and lying and dying and... Defying, denying. Frying. Frying and flying and... Chips. Scrying and buying. Scrying. <laughs> um, I kind of just want Shut Up So What to happen in yeah, this song. Yeah, it's exact. it's almost... This is the sequel to Down In It. Yeah. But it, it has the wah-oh-oh trend in it again. Yeah. Wah-oh-oh-oh. And I was thinking about doing a Macklemore impression for Stop. this. Stop! I know. Stop I'm sorry, saying I'm Mac- sorry. I'm sorry to advertise an Quit impression. Quit talking about impressions that you want to do. How, what does Macklemore sound like? I don't fucking know. I don't listen to that dope. Good point. It's like, oh, I don't deserve this Grammy. I stole the music from another culture. <laughs> Nobody hates Macklemore more than Macklemore. Good. Um. Thank <laughs> you. I uh, I don't love this song because I feel like lyrically it's a U2 song. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like it kind of has like a broad social message of like what's going on in the world, man. Yeah. Um, but it just. Where is everybody? And I like the beat a lot. It's fun, but I just don't. Here we go. But I do really like the way he layers his voice in this part of the song. Yeah, it reminds me of a couple other songs, like that Genesis song, Land of Confusion. Like, yeah. I hate that genre of music. Yeah. All of it. I hate Um, all of it. Well, here's something you might hate even more. (laughs) Um, You know that song I showed you from the Mortal Kombat soundtrack? Um, Man Break? Oliver! Are you ready or not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can throw that up on the blog. Or we can play it side by side. Let's play it side by side. Yeah? You into it? Become an endurance challenge. Oh, I, think, I think we may have had oh, lightning in a jar when we played yeah. Sweet Freedom. Speaking of endurance tests, 
the Smash Mouth song that's all wrong. Wrong how? The tempo's wrong. Oh my god. <laughs> Are we gonna do that now? <laughs> Can we just... I'll star off tempo. Yeah. Alright, Resonance, have you heard this yet? Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't start coming. Back to the rules and I'll hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see, so what's wrong with like why? the back streets? You'll never know if you Why did someone make this? Better question. <laughs> Why does it have 200,000 views? Oh, this is the best part. <laughs> yeah. Like This is like seeing them live in this some This is small what city. music sounds like on acid. Okay, let's get back to that. I would say ketamine. All right, well, we'll ketamine. decide whether to keep this segment later. I'm curious to know why you know what ketamine feels like. <laughs> I, I once had a horse. What? <laughs> and if the horse is staying up all night, you gotta just let him take a chill pill. And vets will always give you more than you need. <laughs> you never, you didn't have a horse. I've never had a horse. I know someone who had a horse. Anyway. Shut, Shut up, up, so, so what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's turn this off. <laughs> Are we done with it already? Yeah, I'm done with it. Are you let's, done with it? Um, let me see. I actually listened to this track a ton in high school because it's sort of, yeah, it's the sassier sort of white rapper trend. It's way much more into the, you know, the, the beat of, of, the, of the lyrics rather than what it's saying. Yeah. Um, it does have a really good... Like it takes you someplace so in the bridge. There's a whole sound journey. Yeah, I guess. And we need to get the whoa, whoa, whoa. Track. It's coming up right here too, I think. It's coming up in the next round. Very cyclical, which is maybe the central metaphor of the song, which is that we go through these absurd routines in daily life, and it's like, why, you know? It's like, uh, dude, why? Why is everybody going? Here we Still not even done with the break yet. We gotta do a whole solo thing. So I, I really like this part. Uh -huh. I mean, it it's about as uh -huh. redundant as the rest of the song, but I just like the way it's layered. Like it, it's it's got a lot of depth to it. But again, high school me liked it a lot more than current me does. Yeah, I feel like I liked it when I listened to it in college, but... Meh. Alright, so up next we've got The Mock Has Been Made. Oh, hi, Mock. 
Where's everybody going? <laughs> we, we can do a Tommy Wiseau impression. <laughs> do it. Trying and lying, defying. I'm fed up with this world. <laughs> everybody betray me. Oh, hi, Mark. Have you been made? It sounds like you are the expert. <laughs> I would do anything for my Lisa. <laughs> All right, we did an right. impression. We did it, guys. That was... I liked it. You've seen the room. Yep. I've been dating for how long you don't know that I've seen <gasps> Ah, nothing! Yeah, I've seen the room. So... So... There's another atmospheric instrumental track. When it kicks in, it gets a little Beatles-y almost. What the fuck? Wait. Wait. I've heard the song. I don't need to wait, I just don't... It, it'll happen. The oh, but, oh, but, oh, but when it... But, yeah, the, 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 the cello is what I'm thinking. It's kind of like a Eleanor Rigby something oh, yeah. and something in church and the guy with the socks. Okay. <laughs> we got a Paul McCartney impression. We're on fire. That wasn't a Paul McCartney impression. Who sings that one? I don't know, but Look that wasn't an impression. In the night when there's nobody there. Okay, stop. I hate. What does he care? Stop. I'm just having like nightmares of fucking choir if I do that song. Oh really? Oh, that would make sense. Um, this is another song that segued into Wish, by the way, during the Fragility tour. I think it's that way on during when they filmed and all that could have been. It's a good counterpoint. Okay, yeah, put it up. By the way, this has been used in like five TV soundtracks um, and two video games. Wow. Yeah. Especially what's about to happen, mm -hmm. which is like the core of the song. Right? Like mm -hmm. this is your action hero putting on shades and walking away. Yeah. Right after he just like dropped some truth bombs or literal bombs. Yeah. It was in Sopranos, Man on Fire with Danzel. Everything was in Man on Fire. Sons of Anarchy. Um, yeah. Which I think is the most on the nose, because it's dudes on motorcycles blowing things up. Yeah. It was also in Need for Speed, and then the In the Darkness too, which I'm not familiar with, that but is, Wikipedia yeah. knew about it. Cool. And I get this mental image of fighting robots for some reason. It's like they're they're stomping over to each other about to. Yes, Oliver. <laughs> Captain Trifle today. Oh, God. <laughs> we should get him some kitty riddling. Kittlin? <laughs> that one's too easy. Pound it. Yeah. I don't have anything to say about this song. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a natural soundtrack type thing because it's got this, like, just badass, intense... Wah, 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 and it comes wah. back, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's reminiscent of later work on Ghosts. Yeah, it's like Ghosts yeah. 31. Yeah. Everyone's favorite ghost. Yep, 31. 31. Um, yeah, we can uh, skip right ahead to please. That would be okay. Just a sexy, sexy song. Even the title, sexy. <laughs> it pleases me. 
how it begins, guys. Stop. <laughs> You're so hyper today. <laughs> you need to use some kitty riddling. got a very spiraling, looping guitar riff to it. Yeah. Very, very, very processed, but it sounds great. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs on the album, for sure. And it's, it's funny thinking about Trent Reznor suffering from writer's block, and then this just, like, explodes out of him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, you were not, you were just writing this song the whole time. And yet, it, there's a lot of references to, like, Fill me up or complete me. Yeah. Um, so it, you know it, it references addiction, definitely. He also talks about sinking until he drowns. So mm-hmm. we got the ocean metaphor again. Mm-hmm. All the major motifs appear. I think this is kind of where a lot of the album coalesces. Yeah. Because everything's clear. He like in his therapy or in his processing of all these feelings, he reaches a point of clarity. But that point of clarity. He doesn't want to. He still doesn't want to stop. Whatever it is that's hurting him. Because yeah, it's still going to be a part of him no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Up or down. And here's something else to say. Stop. And, oh, one okay, more thing. enough, 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 enough. You're driving me crazy. <laughs> Somebody's had too much coffee. I don't have a problem! Okay. Woo! Stop it. What a rush. Oh, you got things to say? Well, we're gonna go on a break. Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> So stay tuned, res nerds. We're going to take a quick commercial break to plug another fantastic podcast on the Bedview Network. Mm-hmm. And when we come back... We'll have uh, one of our favorite segments. Yas! Yas! All, All right, right, stay tuned. Hey, res nerds. Want to listen to something a little less angsty? Check out this podcast from the Bedview Network. 
Hello out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. Welcome back. Welcome back. Man, that really sounds like a podcast I'd like to listen to. Oh man, that sounds like such a great podcast. Yeah. All right, we have a new, well, not a new, we have a returning segment, so let's uh, jump right in. Compared to Bjork. That's right, it's time to compare the life of Trent Reznor to that of our favorite Icelandic songstress, Bjork. Mm-hmm. So she had a... Quite a bit, a bit of a different life trajectory than Trent over this time period. She stayed on a pretty regular habits of production. She came out with an album in 95, and then in 97, that'll be the one I focus on, because that's um, Homogenic, which mm-hmm. is one of her most, one of, widely considered her best album. It has All Is Full of Love on there, mm-hmm. which was a single that dropped in 99, so mm-hmm. contemporary. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she actually did go on a bit of a hiatus for a long time because her next album was in 2001. So yeah. I think, you know, they're still syncing up a little bit, especially when you consider that homogenic is, um, sorry, when you consider that All Is Full of Love <laughs> is one of the greatest music videos of all time. And Starfuckers Incorporated is one of the worst. Is one of the worst. <laughs> So I feel like they've almost started circling each other in this, like, counterpoint thing where (laughs) she's being very productive, Trent's not, um, and then also Homogenic is, like, a really extroverted album, so Fragile is all about Trent and his feelings and his process, and Mm -hmm. the the protagonist is healing from all these injuries, but for Bjork, it's like, there's not even a narrator. She sings about, like, landscapes, she sings about, like, folkloric heroes, you know, she basically sings about things outside of herself, which Mm -hmm. I think is, is really evocative still. So these are two really emotionally rich albums, but about completely different shit. Yeah. I um, really love that album a lot, too. All is full of love, right? How about that robot sex? I don't... I never really saw what the big deal was with the video. I mean, it's a good video, but I like other videos of hers much more. I think it was, like, the first time Snapchat ever face-swapped, like, somebody onto a robot. It, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was the pinnacle of... Computer animation or something. Because Snapchat was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my dad brought the fucking... There was like a limited edition All Is Full of Love release. I didn't even know my dad liked Bjork, but he was mm-hmm. just like, kids, this is important. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a work of art. So we're going to watch it. Um, and yeah, oh, it was like two, awesome. two robots making out and yeah. uh, then stuff explodes. It's a good video. Yeah, it's a good video. I mean, it's a beautiful video, especially considering the time that it was made. Um, I'm going to let you finish. Oh my god. But Single Ladies is one of the greatest videos of all time. It's not, though. It's not, it's though. Really, it's, Justin you know. Timberlake doing Single Ladies was one of my favorite things. What? On SNL. Oh. It's so good. He's in, like, the black leotard and high heels and doing the whole thing. Nice. What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right, anyway. I'm going to say that's one thing Trent never worried about, choreography. Yeah. 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 He's all about the vision and about the concept not sort of breaking it down into like precise. I mean, he probably had a bunch of moves worked out, but he's. he's mm-hmm. All right, I have this move where I'm gonna 
I'm gonna run across the stage, and then I'm gonna dive with both feet. I'm gonna like project myself off of the keyboard, and I'm gonna clench my anus <laughs> so that nobody gets <laughs> so in there. That nobody puts their finger in my beehole. Never again. Fuck. Anyway, what else what, you got about what, her? What, what, oh, more about Biotishk? Um Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a, there's a few similarities between the musical stylings of the album because Bjork used a lot more stringed instruments mm-hmm. in addition to her electronic beat making. So I mean, we see that here, Trent's layering in a bunch of cellos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Ultimately, I think like this is the point where they sort of become like almost yin and yang. Ooh. You know? yeah. But also, Trent, I think. Around this time, started. Uh, did, when did he meet Mary Queen? No, it no? was way down the hill. Well, still, even after everything, he's the queen and Mary Queen, or he's the king and God damn it. <laughs> anyway, that's been compared to Bjork. <laughs> compared to Bjork. Oh yeah, because we're in this together. Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> We're gonna get through this. Um, so next up is everyone's favorite, Starfuckers Incorporated. Just a stupid name. It's a stupid everything. Again, if you make Trent Reznor angry at you, he's just gonna make a horrible song. Yeah. So, so please don't do it. Leave him alone. <laughs> leave Trent alone. <laughs> This song is a smoldering pile of donkey shit. I like the beat a lot. Yeah? I like everything the beat does. It kind of reminds me of a perfect drug, which I'm the only person in the world who likes. Um, But the lyrics are fucking stupid. It's just dumb. I mean, it's voicing a very general, like, disgust with, like, celebrity culture in the United States, but it's like... It's not really saying anything aside right. from just like, fuck you. Famous dumb. I'm part of it. Yeah, I mean, this is after Trent was like at his biggest. So it's weird that he turns around and takes a dump on a smaller artist. I mean, that smaller artist is a giant douchebag. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I did want to note a bunch of songs in this album. Have never been played live. Yeah, like, like you know, perfect, perfect drug has never been played live. Right. Um, I think where's everybody has never been played live. The mark has been made, never been played live. The way out is through. The way out is through, never been played live. Um, I'm um, looking forward to joining you finally. Never been played live. So it's it's almost an exclusive. I mean, he's looking at this album as like a studio work. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, my favorite. I just like, I sold my soul, but don't you dare call me a whore. Like, what do you... Is that empowering or slushing? Yeah. Also, like, is he channeling Andy Milanakis? You don't... No, help me out. Do you remember the Andy Milanakis show? I, I'm aware I of the guy with white I rock peas on my head, but don't call me don't a pee Don't call head. me a pee head. Got Bruce bees. Lee's on no, my head. No, I got bees on my head, but don't call me a bee head. Bruce Lee's on my head, but don't call me a I lead. sold my soul, but don't call me a whore. I don't, yep. <laughs> no, that's a good reference. Yep. I follow Andy Milanakis on um, Snapchat, and it's amazing. He and TJ Miller are really good friends, yeah. which I think makes sense, because <laughs> they're like comedians that just hate their audience, Yeah, and it's perfect yeah. that way. Yeah, they're so fucking funny. Oh, here we go. 
So there's a ton of remixes of this out there, and I'm just gonna say I'm relieved we don't have to listen to them. Oh my god. Because I don't think they're on any official Halos. Um, there's at least one on Things we're Falling Apart. Together. We're in this together. We're in this together, might have one. Things Falling Apart definitely has one. <laughs> Alright, calm down. Don't you, I think even Trent was embarrassed that he made this song. He plays it live. Here and there. It's in. I don't know. I like throughout the It's, a, it's a fan favorite for people who like Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, I can just use the same face paint for Nine Inch Nails. Um, oh. By the way, uh, the song credits the Buddha Boys Choir, which is not a real choir. It's, oh, it's, not? it's a bunch of bar patrons they got from across the street from Nothing Studios. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's uh, Igor's Buddha Belly, which is a bar in New Orleans. Which, if we can find, maybe get some planes. No, I don't know. Um, it would be fun yeah, to visit. Yeah, because they credit that in the left half also. Yeah, in a couple songs. So it's like it's just a bunch. It's like four or five guys from the bar that they got to just come in and yell "Starfuckers," and it makes it sound rowdier. That's really funny. He also got like his violinist and like Danny Loner and everyone else to just yell on it. Well, yeah. Need a need a good, good uh, mix of masculine yelling. Yeah. About this song about sucking dicks and being a whore. Fuck this song. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Well, it sold my soul, but don't you dare call me a whore. Yeah. But I mean, that's the language of the patriarchy. Allow right. me to allow me to explain feminism to you. Would that be Would that be cool? Wait, what? I don't understand. I know you're just a woman, but please. Uh, I don't even know how to mansplain. <laughs> Ooh, I don't remember this part. Yeah. You don't he remember a, that part? He does a fucking ACDC sign yeah, off. Yeah, That's incredible. Yeah! Alright. And now I we like have complication. Another instrumental. And it's got like a sound check opener. Like, is this thing on? <laughs> but that bass line will not be denied. one of my all-time favorite driving songs. Like, it's funny how um, the mark has been made was used in Need for Speed, because this is like perfect Need for yeah. Speed music. And it's appeared in like zero soundtracks, so for the last 17 years, people have been ignoring this incredible yeah, soundtrack. Or like Lost Highway. They could have done this instead of Perfect Drug. Alright, stop with the up and down. Right. <laughs> I'm just mimicking the phaser sound on the guitar. You don't need to. Alright, <laughs> okay. right, I'm gonna slow down. Yeah. I've had too much coffee. Today. You've had too much coffee today. <laughs> You're so hyper. Just chewing on the scenery. Um, I don't think I have anything. Except for that Danny Loner played guitars. Awesome. That Loner though. Loner boner. Forever a loner. 
Did we get any How Much Angst is this week submitted on the Twitter? I don't think so. I'll look. Coming up next, we've got I'm Looking Forward to Joining You Finally. Mm-hmm. A song title with more words than the actual lyrics. Probably, yeah. And that is for his grandma. So many of the outros have, like, their own song. Like, Trent was working with so much material that he just was like, alright, where can I work this in? It's like attaching writers to bills in Congress. Except it's the Congress of Trent! Oh my god. Did we get an HMA? No. I was oh my godding you. you're. <laughs> oh, I like this one a lot. Yeah. As black as the like a sad drummer doing these like crazy like minimalistic polyrhythms. Uh-huh. Really unique song. Mm-hmm. The writing kind of remembers the <laughs> the writing kind of Calls Tom Waits a little bit for me. Like he has a song about the green grass, which is sung like by the perspective of death. Yeah. Looking at like a, a body decaying under the green grass. Um, and this is a song that's I think most bluntly about his grandma. Well, it says for Clara in the notes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's like sung from the point of view of death, maybe. I don't know. It's a cool angle. Um. Yes and no, I think. Really satisfying. I like it. into it. Well, like, I yeah. pictured, like, a singing chorus of, like, ghouls. <laughs> Here's uh, one okay. of the great drums. And someone banging a shovel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I was, when we started doing this podcast, I was thinking, like, as soon as we get to the fragile, unless it's a song I hate, I'm not going to be able to riff on it, because I just, it's just too personal. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I resonate, the songs resonate a lot with me that I feel like in ways that they do with him. I mean, it was like this album, and then that Elliot Smith album that came out right around that period in your life. Yeah. 
so I imagine they were on repeat. Which Elliot Smith album did come out around here? Let me look that up. Compared to Elliot. Compared to Elliot. Yeah, like what you said with From the Perspective of Death. I find a lot of the lyrics of this song are almost like him trying to view it in a positive manner. Yeah, it's sort of like detached. Like I'm, well, no, not detached. Just like I have, I'm forcing myself to feel it, mm. and I, I have to feel it. Oh fuck, yeah. So XO came out in. XO came out days after my mom died, but I don't think I listened to it until a couple years later. But yeah, this I mean, album. I'm so jealous that you and your mom had these amazing experiences of listening to fucking kick-ass music. <laughs> I will never have that. <laughs> You're not, well, I mean, like, you guys like some of the same stuff, I feel like. Oh, yeah, I'm all about the monkeys. <laughs> oh, 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 this is really good. We can talk about moms more. Should I pause it? No, we're fine. It's, it's Mother's Day. I don't... You don't observe it. I don't observe Mother's Day. You, yeah. I like the guitar because it sounds like it's annoyed. Like he stepped on the tail of a cat made of guitars. <laughs> Let's just listen to parts of it and then we can talk. you had lots to say and I stopped you from turning the volume down again. God, stop censoring me, woman. Because you keep going up and down and up and down and up and down. There are people with headphones on, possibly. Yeah. We tried to pass off the music <laughs> management duties this week. Claire has a sweet new laptop. Thanks, I know. Th thanks for the Grandpa. Thank you, Grandpa. It was my birthday gift. And I was gonna listen I was gonna do the music, but either Spotify or the Bluetooth speaker were not cooperating with me, so I gave up. Um, so I like the like really kind of broken, distorted beat that's behind all this. It's almost Bjork-esque. Yeah. Because it's like hard to approach, but you, you can't stop listening to it anyway. Yeah. It's like, ow, this hurts, but it's good. There's a lot of imperfection in the instruments. Yeah. A big broken machine. So, um, I don't know. I have a how much angst. Okay. Well, how much angst? It has the angst. Of a guy who spent the money he set aside for his World of Warcraft subscription on weed. I don't know. Or, or a sweet tattoo. I was, gonna, I, was gonna say, I was gonna say heroin, but I don't think anyone who plays World of Warcraft also no. struggles with a heroin addiction. I don't think that's a thing. Because it's like you're already getting that high. Yeah. You know, from completing quests yeah. in Felfalas and, and Storm, Storm Iron. What are, the, what, are the, what are the names of the cities? Stormy Iron Castle Mount? <laughs> yes. Um, wait, St Stormhold. Um, I think Stormwind. Kalimdor. Kalimdor. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is all wrong, and I just like don't even want to get into it because I don't want to have a World of Warcraft conversation. We're under attack. Stop. I don't. Our town is under attack. <laughs> Too much coffee. Yeah, you really. Gotta gotta rein it in. <laughs> You're funny. My God. Okay. Probably weed. 
Yeah, we... Yeah. Uh, so good right here. Because I feel like being high out of your mind is the only way you're going to kill, like, 36 fucking wolves. Right. Just for, like... 600 experience points. Yeah, especially the early fetch quests. The, like, no, uh, no, it's like that in every level. Well, I mean, once you hit the level cap and you start getting the sweet instant stuff, you know, like when you kill the Lich King and then you right. go in all the fucking dungeons and do guild raids. That's like, I got into World of Warcraft, but it was in beta still. Yeah. So it was pretty much just like, yeah, go kill 50 of these fucking things pick up whatever thing they drop and then you'll level and your druid can turn into a seal right that's about as far as i got is i turned my druid into a seal i mean but those killing things quests continue yeah yeah and it's i feel like the story has gotten a little better yeah it's fun you you got out around pandaria right no i've played i played through draenor oh wow that's, that's when you get the sp the space people the draenei yeah, well, they've, Dre and I have been in the in the game for a couple expansions. Right but now, it's like you go through a portal to way back in the past, before the Great War, and it's a whole thing. I would listen to Rammstein as I played in the early levels. It actually, <laughs> it was it was Christmas of like two thousand four or some shit, and I got a Rammstein album from my brother, and then I got World of Warcraft from my other brother, and it was just like these things together. Woo! Oh. We have underneath it all happening now. Underneath all of this wild talk. So what'd you get for Christmas in 2004? <laughs> Withering Blair? Stop talking over the loud music. <laughs> <laughs> right up. Christmas of 2004, I don't know. I was, was being facetious. I know. I was a junior in high school. Mm. No, I wasn't. I was a senior of high, in high school. I graduated in 05. I don't know. Showing off your fancy high school education. Yeah. Self-loathing and... One year I got the flu for Christmas. Aw. <laughs> yeah, one time my brother got like a severe ear infection on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Turns out emergency rooms, very busy on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Don't know why. Oh, one year for Christmas I also got a stomach bug. You know that thing that people think is the flu because white people are stupid? But yeah. really, it's because you ate a thing? Yeah. Well, because influenza is a respiratory disease, not... Oh, um... Or infection. So this is underneath it all. I have I have a how much how angst. How much angst? This has the angst of the homeless dude living in a storage unit that Trent is beating mercilessly with a stick. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's, like, hitting a garage door or something. It's... Yeah. No, that's good. I'm trying to sleep! Also, never perform live. Uh. Like this whole album has never been performed live. Yeah. Like a third of it. So yeah, we're almost through it. We found the way out. Thank God. Just kidding. I love this album. I mean, yeah. It's got more hits than misses, and I feel like uh, it's good value for the money. Now we've got Ripe, Ripe with, with Decay. decay. 
never perform live. Right. I didn't have anything for this one. The distortion sounds a little like Alice in Chains, right? Yeah, oh, it sounds so much like Alice in Chains. Stop it! Don't talk shit. (laughs) You know, after the lead singer overdosed, they didn't find him for two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Still, Mayhem has the best breakup by death story. Well, yeah. Do you know Mayhem? Yes, I know Mayhem. And he made the skull fragments into a necklace? Yeah. Do you know that Lane Staley died on the same day as Kurt Reznor? Kurt Reznor? Kurt Cobain? Kurt Reznor? Man, I should not have taken a nap today. I'm the opposite of you right now. That's true. Lane Staley died on the same day as Kurt Cobain, like a decade later. Oh. Crazy. Uh, you know, uh, JFK died exactly 100 years after Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> right, I know. And he was succeeded by a president named Johnson. I know, the whole fucking thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Turn it down. We're just shouting over a song. <laughs> and you know what else? Hey, did you know also? I got nothing. Um, at a certain point, it sounds like he sampled the environment of New Orleans. There's like crickets in the background. And then there's kind of what sounds like little waves rolling in. You're chewing ice. <laughs> no, that's the song. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It is a very like earthy, swampy song. Because I mean, yeah, he's saying ripe with decay. I mean, I think this whole song is kind of like meditating that, like, I mean, he's accepting that his grandma is no more. Yeah. You know, and he's kind of processing that whole feeling that, you know, what, I, um... what experiences they shared really was her life together, and now she's ripe with decay, just a body in, a, in the ground, as we all will be. Warm food. Cool. Yep. That's fun. Yeah. It's human life, man. We're here for one moment and then warm shit for eternity. Well, I mean, there won't be enough of us for worms to shit out for an eternity. Probably only for a little while. Yeah. It's all it's all a cycle, man. Because I mean, worm castings are the best compost. <laughs> I think we ran out of things to say. I just don't like talking about dying. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> death sucks. Yeah. Fuck death. Okay. I think we should be mad at death in life. I mean, what's there to be mad at? It's not a thing. Well, I mean, it, it frames our entire existence, you know? Alright, well. And in some ways, isn't death the price for price of joy like if we would just go on forever no experience would really be special right <laughs> he was just like, oh this will happen again in another millennium you know it's almost as if you know love and death are like part of the same thing man so find us on twitter at <laughs> facebook <laughs> facebook.com slash Give us your how much angst is. We need them. Yeah, hashtag how much angst. You can email Shia all about your feelings on death at trenttalkpod at gmail.com. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's have a support group. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, once again, if you rate and review us on iTunes, we will sing you a song and it'll be better than the one that we sang for Darcy. Claire, Claire will do it Because we will time. rehearse it instead of just come up with it on the fly. Yep. 
Um, I thought it would be fun, like a good idea, but it didn't work out. I think, I think it. I mean, it worked out, but not in the way that I think we wanted it to. Yeah. You did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> um. Oh, Claire may be releasing a piggyback playlist. This oh coming yeah. Week. Also, if you can find some time, I'll make some time. And um, we also skipped Quake. So we're right. going to come out with a little Quake mini-sode in, like, the next week or so. It would also be cool if we got a chance to play some Quake. Would that be the shit? It might be... Oh, here's the crickets I was talking about. So this is, like, after I make a terrible pun, we should just have this come in. It just reminds me of Broken. All the flies. You're right. Um... Ugh. Oh! I did want to mention, we so I posted one of our um, episodes to Reddit. Mm-hmm. I think it was the ninth one that we liked the best. Mm-hmm. And I got a message from someone named Yogurt Sock. And he said, love the show, easy listen. I would love to give my efforts to the show. I have a background in graphic design and music composition production. Just putting myself out there. I don't know if you need anything at all, but if you do, feel free to give me a shout. Um... Signed, Joshua, another Resnerd slash pig slash They're calling themselves Resnerds. I know. And um, I I replied politely letting him know that our music and graphic production is what it is on purpose, (laughs) but thanks for the offer. But that was really nice. So if you're on Reddit, go look up Yogurt Sock and give him a vote or whatever. Yeah, them things. Yeah, that was very nice. But yeah, we're in uh, in talks with Benview about upgrading our equipment a little bit. Yeah. I kind of like the DIY sound where I'm yelling at you all the time for talking over loud music. And <laughs> yeah. It's like a broken marriage. <laughs> Yay. Broken. I wish we could go back to broken. That's, that's the thing about this podcast is I'm realizing now Fragile is behind us. Like yeah. We're going we're gonna to have some remixes and some what have you, but the actual just the glory of Fragile is done. Yeah. It's kind, of bu- it's kind of a bummer, because I really, really love Fragile. I really, really love Downward Spiral and Broken. Well, we're going to revisit a lot of those songs when we revisit and all that could have been. Right. We do get a little bit of a retrospective. the greatest live album of all time. Yes. What do we have coming up next week? Next week? Let me look. I'll look into it. Why don't you find us a little remix to play us out? Certainly. Also, you guys can catch us at, uh, if you're in Huntington Beach... Come oh. and see us. Come and see us at our regular improv at Bricks. Improv? You mean open mic? Um, <laughs> we don't do well, improv. Well, for me, it's improv. <laughs> I usually write my set about ten minutes before I go up. Yeah, if you're in Huntington Beach, come check us out. Oh wait, wait. I think I know what'll play us out. Well, it's been a great episode, guys. Okay, let me look up really quick. Oh my god, this fucking song. We're in this together, yeah. So we'll do the We're in this together single. And um, someone did mention, I believe on Facebook, the there's a couple songs that appear only on the vinyl version of this album, The Fragile, and not the CD version, but um, I've done a little poking around and those songs appear elsewhere, so if you're wondering why we didn't cover them, it's because we will cover them. We are going to try to go for the 100% completionist. Yeah. I mean, with, I guess within some reason, because like... There are, I mean, like, there we are have a couple... To do, do we have to do Antichrist Superstar? That's not one of his freaking albums, and we've already passed it by. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we're not me. talking about Marilyn Manson. I've got I've got one more note. Oh jeez. Um, speaking of Reddit, shout out to my Reddit resnerds. Um, they they asked him in a recent AMA, "How'd you come up with the Halo number catalog? Uh-huh. Did you have the foresight to know that it would take on a life of its own with collectors?" Um, and he said that it was actually Depeche Mode that inspired him to do that. Oh, cool. Because Depeche Mode had like a, a, some sort of, you know, lexicon for every time they released an album, it was like a shtum number five or whatever. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but he says, yeah, somebody please remind me what the word Depeche Mode used was. I'm too old to remember. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of, of that! <laughs> sorry if I put the fear of a dead Trent in, into anybody last week. Last week? How I, did that even happen? By, just... by the way, not the first time I've gotten Trent's age wrong. Really? Um, so anyway, Trent was born in 1965. Yeah. Which actually makes him 50 this year. Not 60. 51. Not 60. Not 60. He is not in like he the rock star not... death pool range. Um, I also got his, his age wrong when I was saying, oh, Sharon Tate's baby would have been Trent's age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also but not I caught, true. Well, I caught that. You did. Yeah, I caught that. So we're good there. But yeah, um, oops. I don't oops. even know how... Because I brought it up a couple of days later, and immediately after, like, I typed it into a comment on Facebook, and I immediately deleted it, because I was like, wait a minute, that's not right. Trent's There's no way Trent Reznor's 50. 60. He is well, and he's he's in good enough shape. I mean, He is in he full dad bod mode. He doesn't dress great, but he's Stop looking, he's looking fine. Happening. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got a dad bod, but I love him. Okay, oh, wait, wait, wait. so... Anything else? No, that's been podcast. Oh, I keep doing that. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I said swampy. Swamp rock! I just thought of Kyle Dunn again and it made me. You were trying to like have this really serious conversation with yourself about death and all I could think of was that. It was a full on Hamlet soliloquy. Sorry yeah. about that. Nah. I like you. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, guys. See you next week. Are you good? All right, that's it, everybody. All right, bye. <laughs> Nine inch. Nailed it. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>